Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Coney alive with Bill Ford Tough Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So our favorite tweet from yesterday, a New York Jet tweet that was to try to recruit Aaron Rodgers, was from the great Will Parks of the New York Jets. You know, he had that, uh, was it an interception or a fumble return uh, against the Green Bay Packers that was a key play in that game when the Jets were up in Lambeau and ended up winning that game. Uh, but he tweeted out yesterday, Ayo, Aaron, bring that ass over here, broski, and then tagged Aaron Rodgers in it. So we reached out to Will Parks. Apparently, Will Parks, just a tremendous guy, always joking around, one of the best guys in that locker room. And uh, he agreed to come on a little bit later. But there's another Will Park's tweet story that someone on Twitter sent out to us and, and tagged me and CeeLo and you in it. And he tweeted something else yesterday, which was, now I got to scroll back because I just read that other one. And it was liked by another famous quarterback. So this is the tweet from Will Parks yesterday. I know what's about to happen too. That's crazy. It got 28 retweets, 806 likes. I know what's about to happen, too. That's crazy. You know who liked that particular tweet? Tom Brady. What? No, no, I got to. Do you think Tom, Tom Brady? Brady? Yes. No, but you're on the right track. I'm Fam- on the right track. Famous quarterback. Famous quarterback. Aaron Rodgers. No. no. Famous quarterback in the news. Famous quarterback in the news. Like that tweet. Like that tweet, Lamar Jackson. Yes. Lamar Jackson is liking Will Park's tweets. I know what's about to happen to. That's crazy. Uh oh. Well, Parks. there you go. Will Parks is coming in, in with heat this morning. He's the center of the NFL universe this right morning. Yes, yes. He's got Aaron Rodgers recruitment. He's got Lamar Jackson paying attention to what he's saying. This Will Parks. I mean, this is the guy. And he's only got like thirty thousand, yeah, like thirty thousand Twitter followers. We got to get him. We got to get him some more followers. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, Philly will eleven. So, and he's also he's got an Instagram account too, of course. But yeah, so he he is the guy. So I mean, there were a lot of players that were putting stuff out there about the Lamar Jackson contract and situation yesterday, and how Lamar's not getting paid, and Daniel Jones got paid, and then Darius Slayton had to come to the defense of Daniel Jones. There's just a lot of athletes out there. I don't know why anybody would be mad about Daniel Jones getting paid. You want these guys getting paid because it raises everybody else's level. That that this way you got to look at it as a player. Yeah, okay, you say wow. Only threw fifteen touchdown passes, and he's getting forty million, you know, dollars a year. All right, well, good for him. Now it should raise everybody else's level. Yeah, well, I th- where did Jalen Hurts gets his contract? Yeah, I know. Well, I, I think what it is is they're the players in the NFL are looking at this Lamar Jackson situation like it's disrespect to one of the best players in the league without considering what his side is doing. Right, I feel like saying, "Hey, uh, a players in a league, Lamar needs an agent." The first person I would call would be Daniel Jones's agents. Right now, I would call them. Yeah, yep. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I mean, he should have had a jo- he should have had a new deal two years ago. By the way, 
it should have happened after his third season, just like it's getting ready to happen for Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Yep. And then the Deshaun Watson contract complicated everything for this. Yeah, but it, but what really complicates it is that Lamar is representing himself. And while that is a nice thing to be able to do, Richard Sherman's did it. I'm going to call him Richard Sherman's <laughs> right now. now on, yeah. yes. So he did it himself fine. That's great. And a lot of people gave him criticism for doing it himself. Felt like he didn't protect himself mm-hmm. uh, when he saw him in San Francisco. So I... You know, my, again, my advice to him is, look, stop messing around. Go get yourself somebody that can fight your battles. Put your numbers on the board. Show people how important you are and stop acting like this emotional little baby about the way this thing is going down. So this is where this all started with Darius Slayton defending Daniel Jones. You're going to love this. So do you, I, I've never heard of this guy, Bears safety, Jaquan Brisker. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, I, I know who he is. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know him. So somebody tweeted our tweeted out something about Lamar Jackson said, damn shame, LOL, MVP of the league getting treated like he ain't proven. This is just what a random Twitter user puts out there. So Jaquan Brisker of the Bears quote tweets that and says, MVP, LOL, other bruh got paid today and is trash, fam. Hashtag facts, meaning Daniel Jones. is trash, yeah. Other bruh is trash. I, I, I think a lot of this stuff, unfortunately, is racially motivated. That's what I really believe is going on here. Yeah. Um, you know, the Baltimore Ravens have tried to sign Lamar Jackson. They gave him what they felt was a fair contract. Now, whether you feel that way or if Lamar Jackson feels that way or I feel that way or the fans feel that way, Lamar is representing himself. And it's got to be increasingly frustrating and difficult for the Baltimore Ravens to go through this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why they put this, you know, non-exclusive tag on him. So if somebody else out there really wants him... You know, they could do the uh, negotiations and then the, the Ravens can decide whether or not they want to keep Lamar or they want to take the two round uh, first round draft picks. So, I mean, this this whole thing is an argument that goes back, by the way, two years ago when he was the MVP. It wasn't the MVP last year. It wasn't the MVP the year before that. It was his second year on his contract. So that's why that after that third year is when that contract should have been done. Yeah. So there's a there's more to this. So then Darius Slayton, you know, the Brisker tweet that said bra is trash, meaning Daniel Jones. Darius Slayton tweets out the final score of Giants Bears when they beat him back on October 2nd. Daniel Jones didn't play great in that game, but they beat him. And then guess who comes in from the top rope? And inserts himself into this conversation. Eli Manning. No. No. <sighs> None other than Ty, you will never guess this one. Okay. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> oh, okay. So Tyreek Hill from the top rope. Boom. He comes in. And he quote tweets Darius Slayton's scoreboard tweet. And he says, yeah, the slant route going to be crazy next year with crying laughing emojis. Now, what does that mean in your opinion? I think me reading into it, my interpretation is that. The thought about Daniel Jones is that he can only throw the slant route. Well, that's if you watch the Minnesota playoff game, he threw more than a slant route. Yeah, he ran around and did everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, these players should be happy that he got paid. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're thinking about unless it, there's a racial undertone to any of all of it. That's, that's what I, th- I think that's what's going on here. Yep, yep. The slant route going to be crazy next year. And then he comes back. He goes, all I said was the slant route going to be crazy. My bad. And then he said, I'm saying you're going to house it on him. I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, what were the routes that uh, Miami was throwing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure that Tyree killed. I don't know what he meant by it. I mean, I, I, he's, he's claiming that he meant that Darius Slayton's going to take a slant route to the house. No. I think what he's trying to say is that Daniel Jones, all Daniel Jones can do, which is just not, not, not correct. It's not accurate. Right. Right. Not correct. And by the way, he wasn't playing with Tyree Hill. No, he was not. Wasn't playing with Devontae Adams. Wasn't playing with Justin Jefferson. Wasn't playing with Jamar Chase. Wasn't playing with, uh, you know, T. Higgins. No. Maybe he will be playing with T. Higgins. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that that would be incredible. I mean, wherever he goes, he's ready to take that next step, be that number one wide receiver. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So, yeah, I mean, this Daniel Jones thing has got the NFL players worked up. And it's all because of Lamar Jackson. It's all because, uh, you know, you know, Lamar hasn't stayed healthy the last two years either. Yeah. Hasn't helped this case, and they have a limited passing attack. Facts. I could hashtag fact that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hashtag facts. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag facts. That's all there is to it. I mean, when you're playing Lamar, you're playing, you know, a freakish athlete that is about as quick as anybody is in football and can do things on the football field that I wish I could have done, but I can't. 
or couldn't. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we all know that their passing attack is not the passing attack of the Bengals, uh, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Jaguars. You know, they, they just don't have that passing attack. And hopefully the Jets will have that passing attack relatively soon. See, now I feel like you need to insert yourself into the Tyreek Hill <laughs> debate. Just be right in there and hashtag facts right back at him. Yeah. Or Jaquan Brisker. You and Jaquan Brisker go at it. Hashtag just facts. Ask, ask why... Uh, Hollywood Brown wanted out of Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, he... And he wanted to go play with Kyler Murray, <laughs> who now, chosen Robbie Anderson, is going to get cut yeah. from, from the Cardinals. Yeah, he... Yes, he, he changed his name for a third time. Chosen Robbie Anderson. Well, what was the, what was the first change? Well, it was Robbie R-O-B-B-Y. Oh, that's right. Then, then he changed it to I-E, and now he, ch- he has changed it to Chosen. Chosen Robbie Anderson. Yeah. I mean, and he's going to be released. Regardless of the name, that man is going to be released. He's going to be released. Uh, I would think that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get pushed out of there, I would think, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. He's a guy, though, man, that I... uh, That would scare me. At one point, he was, right in that conversation, the best wide receiver in football. And then he got the contract... He went, ended up going to the Arizona Cardinals, and he has not even injuries in there as well. You know why the suspension? Cardinals. Well, yeah, because of the Sean Watson contract. No, they, no, I mean, was, because they was, couldn't he, pay him at the time. Well, he was traded because he was he was he was difficult to deal with in Houston, okay. and, and the practice habits and lack thereof, and you know the incredible talent, but just not the greatest guy on the team. Like you know, just aloof and you know. Was always banged up, didn't want to practice, that kind of thing. And yeah. then, you know, going to Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury, he kind of did whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. And now they have a new general manager in there. They have a new coach in there. And they're not going to put up with that stuff anymore. And, you know, remember, do you remember Kelvin Beecham? Oh, of course, yeah. So Kelvin Beecham was a tackle for the Jets. In the last three years, he had been a tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. And they, he was asked... It was yesterday about the leadership of Kyle Murray, uh, Kyler Murray, and he basically said, "Look, the kid's got to grow up. He's got to grow up. He just he's not he's not the leader that he needs to be yet." Essentially, I'm paraphrasing. He believes that he will become the leader, uh, but you know now he's rehabbing from an ACL. They're probably going to have one of the worst teams in the league, and they may be confronted with a very unique situation next year around draft time. And Kelvin Beachin, by the way, we had in here. He was one of the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominees that year for the New York Jets. And then after the interview, he wrote us a letter thanking us for our time. Yes. That's who Kelvin Beecham is. He's a very thoughtful person. Right. So if he is saying something like that, yeah. that means that it's absolutely true. Well, it tells you everything <laughs> that everybody's been saying for the last two years. Right. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Chris, who's in Levittown. What's going on, Chris? Good morning, boys. How are we doing today? All right, Chris, Great. what's happening, man? Uh, nothing much. So I just wanted to address the, the sort of look that Daniel Jones, uh, all the hate is coming from a racially motivated spot. Uh, listen, he's a great runner. I think he was clutch as hell this season. Uh, you know, he does things with his legs. He's a, he seems like he has it under control. Uh, but I think it's because he hasn't thrown more than 15 touchdowns in a season. I think only once. You know, he's got a great ratio, but you know, I don't, I don't think you hear these same guys complain when guys like Aaron Rodgers get paid and, Et cetera, et cetera. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you know, but here's the problem. I didn't say it's all racial. I just no. said there's a tinge of, I, I, I feel like there's a tinge of that. That's all. Yeah, and I, I think, too, that what's not being considered is the fact that if Lamar Jackson had gone through a very typical NFL negotiation, he'd probably have a contract at this point. I mean, that is the thing that the players who are defending Lamar Jackson, it's great that they're defending their guy, but they should be thinking, like, man, like, a guy like Daniel Jones is getting that type of money. That's good for us. And Lamar is going to eventually get more. It's not like he's not going to play next year. But I think that they're what they're not considering is the fact that, that there's a, a, another side of this that is really not handled it well. It's, this is not like the Baltimore Ravens are trying to screw Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson is demanding more money from the reports than Deshaun Watson is getting. And that contract is insanity. There was one owner in the NFL that was going to hand out that contract. And, the, and that was the Haslams. That was it. Nobody else was going to do that. And he saw that contract and said, I want more than that guy because I played better than him and I haven't had an off-the-field scandal. And he doesn't have an agent and he's negotiating and it's getting personal and the whole thing's falling apart. 
So instead of like, you know, saying this is unbelievable, these teams are, you know, not paying Lamar Jackson and they're paying Daniel Jones and blah, blah, blah. You know, how about reaching out to Lamar and going, hey, Lamar, get an agent and figure this out. How about you hire the same guy just like you've been saying, hire the same guy that got Russell Wilson money, Dak Prescott money, and Daniel Jones money. Exactly. And, and you know, whoever is representing Jalen Hurts, he's got to get the money, too. Yeah. And I would tell you that, you know, Lamar Jackson, 45 and 16 is his career record. You know, he's a dynamic football player. There's no question about it. The Ravens gave him what they felt was a fair offer. And I got to believe it's just got to be infuriatingly frustrating dealing with just the player himself. Let's go to Monty in Woodbridge. What's going on, Monty? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Monty, what's happening, man? All right, okay. Hey, listen, uh, I, I take a little offense to what you said, Boomer, because, you know, well, you might, you, you're probably right, but you're just saying one side of the coin. Because having known, and you obviously, you know a lot of players, but having known a few players and a couple fans like myself, you know, sometimes we get tired of, you know, when, when one of the, one of the other, the white uh, quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you know, they show a little promise like the Jared Goff or a Carlson Wentz. You know, the owners run and give him the bag. But guys like, uh, you know, Lamar's got to go through all this, and Dak Prescott's got to go through all that. Uh, he's got to break his ankle. The players watch that, and it's definitely, it's a, you know, hate to say it, but it's a double standard. So, so Monty, and, Monty, you know, you, Monty, you're making my case for me, I, I, and I appreciate that. But I just want to point out that the, the highest paid player in the league is, is black. That's, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the second highest paid player in the league is Russell Wilson. The third highest paid player in the league is uh, Kyler Murray. I mean, I, I don't know what you're what you're alluding to. I know Lamar Jackson's frustrating for a lot of football fans out there. I just, you know, it's maybe maybe other teams just don't think he's as good as the fans think he is. I don't know. Monty is gone. I thought he was going to have a rebuttal there, but he didn't. I wanted him to. I mean, yeah. I just I'm just trying to point out what what I believe. There's all this angst around Lamar Jackson, and I'm like, God, he should have been paid two years ago. We all agree that he should have an agent representing him. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's my. Now, uh, what's the, LeBron James has an agent representing him? Of course, you know Aaron jo- uh, Rodgers has an agent representing him. Patrick Mahomes has an agent representing him. Why doesn't Lamar Jackson have an agent representing him? Because he probably doesn't want to pay the the uh, commission. I mean, that's probably what it is. And what you get, I mean, that that's the only reason why, or he's got trust issues with people, I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's critical. When you get into that type of money and those type of negotiations, there, there's no other choice. I mean, the only guy who I think successfully negotiated his own contract and got killed at the time was actually Richard Sherman, whose name it came up. And he got killed for that because it, it, he, basically the other players and people thought he got taken to the woodshed by, I believe, the 49ers at the time. And because every one of his like salaries were tied to bonuses. The amazing thing to me is is that every player in this league should be happy that that Daniel Jones got the money that he got. Yeah. Because every player in this league, I bet you, maybe maybe with the exception of Daniel's teammates, every player in this league is probably shocked that he got that much money. I mean, I, I I'm a little shocked that he got that much money. Yeah. I never thought that he was gonna make Forty million dollars. No. I remember, you know, what was it? Two weeks ago, when we were talking about, you know, he changed agents, which was going to be a pain in the ass for the Giants, and they were talking about forty-five to forty-seven million dollars. The agent's responsibility is to get the most money that they possibly can. That's why, you know, Dak Prescott got his money. That's why Russell Wilson got his money. That's why Kyler Murray got his money. That's why Patrick Mahomes got his money. What do they all have in common? Yeah. I know. Well, they're all great quarterbacks first. Right. But they're all black quarterbacks. Right. So it's not like this is some I, sort of trend where the black no, quarterbacks are getting I, paid. I, every time I hear this thing about uh, Lamar Jackson, I feel like there's this tinge of undertone. Like Daniel Jones got his, but Lamar's not getting his because he's black. And I'm like, no, he's not getting his because he doesn't have a freaking uh, agent. <laughs> and the agent would talk some sense into his head and say, look, man. Look, look what Baltimore's doing. They're putting you out there. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to come after you because yeah. they know that they're all they're doing is bidding. And this is the other thing. The only reason these other teams are not going to do this is not because they may not want Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. It's because they don't want to do the negotiating for the Baltimore Ravens. Now, if Lamar, now this is the interesting part of this. 
if, let's say, the Atlanta Falcons dive in mm-hmm. and they say we want to give Lamar five years, two hundred million with one hundred and seventy-five million guaranteed. Let's just that's just an easy number for people to comprehend. If I'm the Falcon, if I'm Lamar. I go back to the Ravens, say, I am not playing for you. I want to go to the Falcons. And then I think the Ravens would have to let him go and not match it. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Yeah, that, That's where Lamar would have his leverage. He, he could basically say, I'm only accepting this deal from uh, the Falcons. I'm not accepting this deal from Baltimore, who I believe has basically shipped me in the back the last two years. <laughs> right, exactly. And he doesn't have to if they end, you know, because of that franchise, that he doesn't have to sign it. He doesn't have to, so he can actually pull that move and That's, not get if, fined. If, or I, if I were Lamar, I'd have an agent, and I'd get myself out of Baltimore, and I'd go find a deal, and I'd say, this is the only deal that I'm signing with the with the team that is giving me that deal. Yeah. That that would be the leverage. As we've seen, athletes who are unhappy in places get themselves out of those places by doing exactly that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Bert Gio on the fan at CBS Sports Network. I texted CeeLo yesterday, so a buddy of mine who works at, well, actually is the general manager, not just works at, uh, Long Island National Golf Club out uh, near Riverhead. He's the father of one of Sabrina's classmates in, in preschool, dropped off what is the nicest vest I, I own. Like, not even close. This thing is phenomenal. The way it's Immediately lined. goes to the top of your depth chart. Uh, 100%. Like, it's not even, I love my vest, but yeah. this one is just right at the top. So I texted CeeLo a picture of it. I said, you better bring your A-game tomorrow because this vest is just off the charts. So uh, the shout-out to uh, Frank, who dropped this off at my house yesterday. But look at this thing. Listen, huh? on short notice, there's no way for me to compete with that. Look at this. So unzipped, zipped. 
Short notice, I gave you a couple hours. You could have gone out and done something about it. I was working. Or you got into like a... I had to rush home so I could sleep for three hours and turn around and come back. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? You couldn't do the updates from home last night? No. I was... Uh, well, when you... No, I was already working in uh, in Midtown. Oh, okay. Right. I don't have that kind of pull. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm gonna work from home today. Yeah, why not? Sometimes they are, but that's the, I don't get to make that decision. Chris McMonagle has that type of pull, apparently. I saw him walking in with an access unit. And he's like, yeah, he's doing my Saturday show from home now. I was nice. Like, I was like, okay. Moving on up. Okay. No, Devin said something yesterday that kind of bugged me as a professional. He yeah. said that uh, when he does his Saturday shows with Joe, he does them from home. Yeah. And that he's doing laundry and folding laundry while Joe's talking. I don't. That's <laughs> not... Yeah, not focused. Well, right. listen, he's got no to way. do chores somewhere. He's you know he's watching all these games. Well, then don't TVR work six days a week. How about that? Hours to his contract. What can I but tell why you? Why do these? I don't understand that. Maybe you can help me out. With this like why do full time hosts want to work on the weekend oh, when it doesn't to. count? They, they do want to. No. Evan, so Evans, the one full time has to work weekends. Well, I'll give you the He's answer. The only one. Well, I'll give you the answer to that I don't know how much he wants to do it, but he wants the extra money for it. So when you're in a contract negotiation and you say something like, "Hey, I'd like this number," and they come back and say, I, "We think you're worth this number," and they go, "Well, I'll work a Saturday show," and they say, "Okay, then we'll give you this amount of money to get there." And then he says, "I could do it from home and fold laundry while yeah. while Chopinengo talks." Then basically, you're like, "Hell, <laughs> that's how I got my extra X amount of tens of thousands of dollars." Well, Joe rants about the Jets. I think you get some laundry folding in. But we know a Saturday. Saturday show isn't worth tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I, listen, I agree, but that's what that, you know. That's where I think it comes from. Now, I did one when I was in Pittsburgh because that's when CBS Sports Radio started, and I felt like that's something I needed to do so, like Eric Spitz could hear me and others could hear because he was a part of that. So I was like, and they asked me to do it, and I, quite honestly, I hated doing it sure. because it was two to six on a Saturday, and I worked five days, but I thought that was good for my career, you know, because I, I was younger. At this point, Evan's career. I, I would not do it. I don't think he wants to do it. I mean, he's cut back on how many he has to do in a given year, I know. So I think maybe he likes the idea of being able to do something that's on the weekend where he can get into what he wants to get into, but maybe not every Saturday. Yeah. And he know, was doing it by himself for a while. Now Joe's back in the mix with him. It's a way for them to continue their relationship. So, yeah. you know. What's that? It's like... These guys are already doing 20 hours a week as it is on well, the show. You feel gonna, that way about everything. And they had another show? It's all, come on. Listen, when, when the times I did that that six, day, even though it was you know local versus national, and there were different topics. I mean, it is it it gets exhausting, especially when it's a solo show. That yeah. it gets exhausting. It, I mean, I know it's people like, like well, exhausting, exhausting for a talk show. It's not exhausting for someone who actually has a real job. Mike, Mike, and Chris used to do weekend shows. Why? That was part of the deal. I, okay, I'm not. I'm not. I, I get it, but I like, think, I don't I, think either of them went banging down. I think off. they did. All right. I think they each wanted to do a show without the other one. And Doug loved his Saturday yeah, show. That I can see. Mike loved his NFL show on Sunday. Yeah, that's I, true. I know that. Right. I'm right. Wrong, I also oh. think for Evan, it just gives him an opportunity to really talk hardcore sports and talk the things that he loves and the feels Nets. comfortable yeah. talking about. Well, you know, he talks a lot of baseball. He's very bright. He knows what he's talking about when he comes to, no, when yeah, it comes we, to these things. Sure. But but he has the Rico Bronia as well to get the Mets stuff up. So he's got a lot of platforms to speak when he wants to, you know? He's got a lot of things to say. I guess so. Yeah. He does, I suppose. I, but, I love the work ethic. I oh, love the ap the absolute but uh, love I push of the back job. On that. See, I, see yeah. I know you I know because you do. That's the to me the opposite of work work ethic. Now you're wasting time on a Saturday. Instead of being prepared and well rested for your show during the oh week. he gets plenty of rest says who I think I can just tell he looks with his hell he gets yeah. a lot of rest There's nothing worse than like guys coming in and doing getting paid for nothing and doing something you know like for an hour at five to six or you know a, you know, a post show podcast like they, you know he's kind of doing like that. what you but he's kind of doing like what you're doing i mean he is working and i, but and I'm I not admire talking. your and i admire your work ethic as well but i'm not talking for four hours here well you you're a part of a four-hour show i know but i'm not it's it's not four hours of me yeah and he wishes that show was not four hours as well so i mean i just again i admire your work ethic just like Thank I you. admire his, you get here at three o'clock in the morning. You do, you you get yeah, up four, yeah, or whatever, seven, whatever, it is, whatever you get in here. But but the, the fact that matters, you got to get up really early, and you yes. got to go to bed early. You got to take care of your dog and everything else. There's many things going on, and you still 
always find time to get behind the microphone when you're supposed to be behind the microphone or when you want to be behind the microphone, just like he does. Do you compare it to Major League Baseball players that want to play in the WBC? No, because that's going on at a different time. Okay, but it's still spring training when you're getting ready for your team and you could get hurt. Compared to like... um let me. Hmm, I can't even mm. think of another one. So I was trying to think of sports that are concurrent. It's like when uh, Deion Sanders was playing football and baseball at the same time in the same month. That, no, you're not giving 100 percent to one of those. Or what about or either of them? Hockey in the Olympics that happens during their season. They shut down the league and they go over there and they play. Yeah, you know, at least it's not at the same. Like they're not. The games are not going on while these other games are going on. Yeah, but then they come back having played for two weeks. And then half the league, more than half the league, is rested, and they're not. Yeah. You know, that's that. That could be one. Hmm, hmm, hmm. We'll continue to think of another analogy, but yeah. All right. CeeLo is. Uh, this all started with a vest. That's how we got here. Two vests. It all started with a vest. All right, you got like five minutes awesome. here, so uh, you don't have a lot of good stuff today. Nothing happened yesterday. <laughs> well, what do you want to hear? First of all, I'll tell you, we're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Edison Heating we'll and Cooling. Boomer yeah. agrees with me. No spring training sound. Does that sound good? <laughs> yeah. No spring I mean, training Somebody sound. gets hurt or something. Um, yeah. That. Get that out of there. You know, I didn't have any spring training oh, you didn't? sound okay, this good. hour. Good. Well, right. I mean, listen, Aaron Boone awkwardly tripping over an answer. That was fun. fun for me. That was play, fun, yeah. You know? Okay. And Buck talking about yeah, hot potato. potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. It's no not, more spring it's training. Non, it's non-baseball minutia. Actually, it's you're right about that. Stuff. I mean, honestly, as a Ranger fan, I can't wait to see what the Rangers look like after a few days of practice. Yes, and I... And a new power play set up yeah. and everything else. I, I cannot Nobody cares about that. hockey, Boomer. Shut up. I cannot wait for that game tonight. I've been preaching that for days about these people that are ready to end Everybody the season. just relax. Hopefully they won't make us look like fools R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> Get used to hearing that. Yes. Uh, a few more from Joe Shane, then, if that's all right. Yeah. Looking at the road ahead, now that they got Daniel Jones' contract taken care of. This is finally where we have, you know, flexibility, draft capital, second draft class. And we really start building this thing knowing that, you know, we have Daniel in place. A far cry from where they were when he arrived this time last year. We were just talking about a player. I won't name the position or anything. It's like, yeah, we're guessing his market might be two and a half. And I'm like, it's, we can afford that. Like, it's only two and a half. Like, we can actually afford it. You know, we're not uh, shopping for minimum players anymore. Uh, they're also getting well, two ready. and a half is, you know, it's a little bit more than minimum. Yeah. But if Wink Martindale is coming in there going, I want this guy, he's going to look at him going, no, I don't think so. <laughs> they're still in Capel, and, uh, you know, they've solidified their immediate future with their quarterback signing. Yes. And, and Saquon keeping Barkley. Saquon Barkley, yeah. assuming they do keep him. Uh, and then, uh, you know, now they have to add defense. They got to add wide receivers. I, I, to me, it's linebackers and wide receivers seem to be the the number one part. Or yeah, one and one a. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you always tell me I think about things I shouldn't be thinking about, and you're right. The thing I was thinking about I shouldn't have been thinking about yesterday is what Wink Martindale does in the off season, and I couldn't figure it out. I, I pictured him either at a resort with pina coladas <laughs> or somewhere out hunting, and I couldn't figure out which one he was. Is either you, you don't see him as a golfer. No. I do not, no. I see him either sitting on the beach, you know, with like a hat over his head, napping with a, a frozen drink next to him and like a magazine on his gut. Or <laughs> I see him out there like killing a wild boar with his bare hands in Man Montana. And I'm not sure exactly what it is. Like, where does he go in the offseason? Where is Wink Martin? Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking where about yesterday. Where in the world is Wink Martin? I would yeah. think that he's over. I think these coaches get a little time off. Yeah. Not a lot, but a little time off. And... The nice thing for him is that he, you know, he's been here a year now. It's not, a, there's no change or any of that thing. I would think sooner or later that they will be back in the office. Sure, meetings, and they will have meetings, pre-draft meetings, pre but they'll also be meeting with defensive coaches mm -hmm. and evaluating all the players. Mm. So I'm sure that he's probably back here now working. He could have been at the combine. I don't know. Might yeah, have been. Maybe. Possible. But when he gets that time off. Yeah. What's, what's he, he doing? doing? What is he doing? See, look at him. You could picture both things. Couldn't you? Out there shooting Elk. Absolutely. I can absolutely see either of those options. Sip it on a Miami Vice. Or both. Yeah, right. One maybe. week in the deer stand, another week on the beach, <laughs> yeah, another Caribbean. Yeah, maybe. Or a yeah. third option. He's just constantly scheming up different That, defense. too. I could see him doing that as well. That. There you go. Man of mystery. 
Uh, let's see here. All right, college basketball, Jim Beheim out at Syracuse following their exit from the ACC tournament, falling to Wake Forest on a buzzer beater. Initially seemed like Beheim was maybe saying goodbye on his own during his postgame presser. I've been just unbelievably fortunate to be able to keep this job. I mean, Mike Brace thrilled that he was at Notre Dame 23 years. He's a puppy. You know, I've had 47 years. I got to coach my sons. He seemed to be bringing it all for uh, full circle. We heard the clip last hour where he said, hey, I already gave my retirement speech last weekend, which seemed to be news to everyone. So one of the Syracuse reporters followed up. Are you saying right now that you're, you're, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not yeah. saying you're retiring, but you're not I just saying- said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're... When will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. And within about an hour, the school put out the release saying he would not return. Uh. Associate head coach Adrian Autry will take over. And the release did not use the word retirement. So it kind of... Not really sure where all this stands right now. Boomer, you alluded to perhaps uh, another position for him within the school down the road yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I mean, Maryland so. did that with Gary Williams. Yeah. So Gary Williams is still a part of the athletic department, still goes out and helps raise money for the basketball program, that kind of stuff. Right. I don't know, you know, maybe that would be in Jim's future. I don't know what he wants to do. I mean, yeah. he is 78 years old. Yes. Girl, yeah. Like, live your life, man. Absolutely. But you know what? That's been his life. It's all I, I know, knows, but I, know, I know that's all they all know. But he's got plenty of money. Mm-hmm. He's got a plenty of opportunity to go travel, do things that maybe he's never done before. Maybe, maybe he takes on some TV responsibilities. He would be. Yeah, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? He's got to pep it up, pep, pep things up, a or not, bit. or just be the salty jerk yeah, that he's been. Yeah, how many of these guys who finally give it up? How many of them do the Don Nelson and just go to Hawaii and smoke weed? Yeah, <laughs> not, not a lot of them. Yeah, there's really not a lot of them. How much? You know, how much money do you think he's made over the forty-seven oh, years? Can't even imagine. <laughs> $150 million? Yeah. Yeah, 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 you have to start over $100 million, yeah. Yes, obviously. Well, yeah. yeah, just in the last 10 years alone. Golly. Yep. Enjoy it. Locally, St. John's you're living, Butler. And you're living in Syracuse. <laughs> yeah. <There> you go. <laughs> Round one, Big East tournament, 76-63. Seton Hall fell to DePaul. Pirates up too late. Committed a foul on a three-point attempt. DePaul made all three free throws to go up by one. 3.9 seconds remaining. DePaul leads 66-65. Odie Cowley will throw it in. Odie Cowley gets it inbound Samuel. On the hook and ladder to Odie Cowley. Odie Cowley into the lane. Layup knocked away as time runs out. Was it goaltending? Pirates want goaltending. That, of course, is Gary Cohen, courtesy of Learfield. Right. It was ruled goaltending. And then uh, Keith Hernandez piped in and said, thank God we're not going to overtime, Gary, because I, don't, <laughs> I do not want to be here any longer. <laughs> they did overturn the decision. So a 66-65 final, which is the end of a 12-game skid for DePaul. Afterwards, Seton Hall head coach Shaheen Holloway on that final play. You know, we executed and the kid just made a good block. I thought it... Uh, I thought when you I thought when you hit the rim it's goaltender, but I'm not an official, so I don't know. They were up four with 16 seconds left. Couldn't put the game away. As for St. John's, they'll face Marquette today at noon. Same tip time for Rutgers. With Jerry on the call, of course, against Michigan in the Big Ten tournament from Chicago. NBA Kevin Durant was set to make his home debut for the Suns last night, but he slipped during pregame warm-up, sprained his left ankle. He's now headed for an MRI. The Suns did handle the Thunder with ease, 132-101, behind 44 points from Devin Booker. Let's check in with Fred Van Vliet of the Raptors. They lost to the Clippers in L.A. late last night, 108-100. Now, the Raptors in this game were called for five more fouls than the Clippers, and the free throw attempts were 31-14 in favor of the Clippers. Here is Van Vliet. It was also called for a tech in this game. His extended post-game thoughts on the officiating. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was terrible tonight um i thought that on most nights you know out of the three there's one or two that just <laughs> the game up you know and it's, it's it's been like that a couple couple games in a row you come out tonight you competing pretty hard the third quarter i get a tech change the whole dynamic of the game change the whole flow of the game and um you know most of the refs are trying hard i like a lot of the refs are trying hard they're pretty fair they communicate well and then you got the other ones who just want to be and um just kind of the game up nobody's you know, coming to see that so they come to see the players. Man, he sounds like such a well-spoken guy, and he's got to be dropping f bombs. He was. Time. Well, he's never raised his voice, never yelled. Just like very matter of fact. <laughs> what do you think he'll get fined for that? A lot. 
150. I don't know, but he said it the while well, he goes, I'll take on the fine, whatever. which is crazy to just know that I'm I'm just gonna give that away. Yep. Like just be able to write that check for hundreds of thousands of dollars for a twenty five second soundbite. Had to yeah. get it off his chest, apparently. He had yeah. been building. Uh, I mentioned the net injuries for tonight against the Bucks. So took a look at their injury report, which they put out last night on their uh, Nets PR Twitter feeds. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Nick Claxton out, right thumb sprain, left Achilles. I can't even pronounce this word. T-E-N-D-I-N-O-P-A-T-H-Y. Tendinopathy? Nicaragua is actually. Nicaragua, right, yes. Yeah. Cameron Johnson out, right knee soreness. Royce O'Neal out, left knee soreness. Ben Simmons we know out with his nonsense. And then they followed up an hour later. Oh, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie out, rest. Oof. So basically mailing it in tonight. Yeah. Milwaukee against the Bucks. Feet up night. Little feet up night. We will have pregame coverage on the fan. Just just giving the Bucks the game, it sounds (laughs) like, right? That's what it sounds like. But how about what? What's the net money line tonight? Let's let's find out. Yeah, but nobody's playing. Doesn't matter. I mean, no one was playing for the Hornets the other night. They Spencer beat the Knicks. Dinwiddie is taking a maintenance game. It, says, it doesn't even say maintenance. It legit rest. says rest in parentheses. Yeah, and that's from the Spencer Nets Dinwiddie. Correct. Just yes. slap a freaking injury on there for crying out rest. loud, you know? And that was separate from the other. I mean, it's got to be a little bit embarrassing. Plus six I mean, ten. We yeah. have to go. You, you, heard, you heard what Josh Hart said after yeah, their I loss sure against the Charlotte Loved Hornets. It. Yeah, I'm tired. What are you talking about? Tired. We got to bring the energy every night. Yeah, we're basketball. Players. Yeah, it's unless, a, unless you're resting. Twelve and a half is the spread, and plus six ten why for not? the a couple Nets. bucks. Plus yeah. six ten. Yeah, why not? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Jet safety Will Parks on the line. We're going to talk to him in just a second. He's been at the center of the quarterback Twitter universe over the last 24 hours. But just quickly, Diana Rossini of ESPN basically tweeted out a bunch of stuff saying that there is optimism in the Jets organization that they are on the brink of landing future Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets internally are working under an optimism that this will happen. Jets and Packers remain engaged in conversations about compensation and contract. Those conversations started before the meeting. So Those are done. That, yeah. that part of it is done. I've already ordered my Aaron Rodgers uh, jersey. What number? Zero? I, I told him, I said, whatever number he selects, that's the number that I'm wearing. I'm not wearing 12 <laughs> unless he selects it. All right. Well, joining us right now is a man that was recruiting Aaron Rodgers on Twitter yesterday. Jets safety and special teams guru Will Parks, who had that block punt return for a TD against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers last year. What's up, Will? Good morning. What's up, guys? Good morning. So uh, what do you think about uh, what you just heard there, that uh, on the brink, Aaron Rodgers on the brink of becoming a New York Jet? That sounds pretty awesome to me. <laughs> 751, that's some good news. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they get any of your recruiting last night on Twitter had anything to do with this. Man, I don't even know if he's seen my tweet. He's a superstar, so he probably just... Didn't even get it, but if he did, thank you so much. Yeah, so what made you go with uh, bring that ass over here, broski? <laughs> you got to think, bro, it's Twitter, so, you know, I mean, I'm not too serious on that app, but, you know, it, when you throw some humor into it, you know, you got the fans online, you know, they especially just Twitter, they go crazy um, each and every day of the week, so I just kind of wanted to throw some humor on it. And uh, Justin Hardy actually, um, you know, wrote us in the group chat, I was like, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's start doing some tweets and stuff like that, and that's kind of how that happened. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, that's okay. great. So you guys are all in on this together, then? Yeah, I mean, we know this. We've seen the news, and we've seen all this. You know, we talked about you know, uh, you know, Derek Carr, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, the organization want to make a move in that uh, position and stuff like that. So, 
you know, why wouldn't we, uh, you know, want to help out and, and do what we got to do to try and get one of those guys over here? You know, Will, you guys played the Green Bay Packers last season. You saw Aaron Rodgers up close and personal. So what did you see on the field when you played him? I mean, obviously, we all know he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, going to be a Hall of Fame guy. Um, uh, I, I played him uh, throughout my career numerous times and stuff like that. Um, he's one of those guys that gets better uh, with, 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 with age, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, to have a guy like that, his leadership skills and, you know, his, his deep ball, uh, you know, it's, it's, his overall well-being, his presence along with, you know, take a team so far and things of that sort. So we got a group of guys like us, you know, that's, that's feeling and that's hungry, you know, to win a lot of football games. Um, 12 to, 12 to make his way over here. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get his ass over here, yes. Uh, Will Parks, Jet Safety with us. Uh, also a special teams guru and someone who has been all over this Aaron Rodgers situation on Twitter. Him and his teammates yesterday recruiting Aaron Rodgers and apparently on the brink. Now, you also had a tweet yesterday that Lamar Jackson liked. This is another reason why I wanted to talk to you because you are like all over this stuff. You tweeted out, I know what's about to happen too. That's crazy. And Lamar Jackson liked that. And give us some insight into that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know he did that until like last night. Um, another great quarterback, um, you know, in this league, uh, MVP, going to be a Hall of Famer and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and he's not even 27 years old yet, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and it's crazy, bro, to be honest, that tweet wasn't even about football. Hmm. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. just, it's, just, it's just the fact that, you know, a lot of things are going on. Anything, I guess, I tweet or one of my, or one of my teammates to tweet, you know, you know, it's, it's going to get blew up. So, um, <laughs> that, that, that was insane, actually. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I figured, we, we figured that you knew that maybe he was going to Atlanta or something or he's going to get oh, a huge no, contract or what's going on. Maybe you guys got the same agent. No, I, I didn't know any of that. I mean, I just, you know, he, he's a football player, and, and 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 obviously, you know, that that tweet went crazy. And <laughs> I mean, he did like it. Though. I might actually try to holler at him, see what he what, what, what's going on. Why he did that? <laughs> well, what do you think? Uh, not just with the tweet, but w what do you think is going on with Lamar Jackson right now? Like, what's your assessment of that situation with him and the Ravens? <laughs> oh man, um, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. The, obviously, know nothing about it. Um. But I, I obviously do want somebody to get a long-term deal with whomever, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that guy put so much work in on the field. Um, and not just on the field, man. Um, he's one of those few guys in the league like myself who's so involved in the community, working things of that sort. So why shouldn't he be rewarded with, you know, whatever he wants, you know what I'm saying? Because he's came to the playoffs numerous times. And um, even even with the guy that he has, you know, back there, I mean, he, he's making, uh, you know, nothing out of something every single time. So, I mean, he's a superstar in our league, a great guy, things of that sort. So, uh, okay, I hope he get his coins. I pray he get his coins. You know, Will, I think everybody agrees with that assessment. The question is, would you advise him to get an agent or would you tell him to continue to go down the path that he's going without an agent? To be honest, bro, like, I mean, I've had an agent, agent my whole career. Um, it, it's worked out for me. Um, he has it and it's kind of worked out for him. I mean, he's going on his sixth or seventh year, um, and things of that sort. Um, I mean, you, you can say yes and you can say no. Um, the guy, I mean, he's a pro at what he's been doing. So I'm sure he's a pro at, you know, talking and making negotiations and, and, and trying to do the right thing for him and his family. So, I mean, I just pray, he, you know, he, he does what he has to do. Talking to Will Parks of the New York Jets. Now, when you hear all this stuff about Aaron Rodgers in the offseason and going to Peru and taking that ayahuasca drug or going in this darkness retreat and all of these things, I, what do you think when you hear that? I like that. You like, like it? I, I, I like that because I always told myself when I when I when when I when I break the bank, I'm going to buy a house in Montana, build my own my own fortress, my own cabin, and literally train and put myself away for so long. So I he probably wasn't training, but to go away and kind of just mentally clear yourself, uh, you know, physically clear yourself, things of that sort. That's like Dark Vader vibes, bro, like Star Wars type stuff. Bro. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I thought you'd think it was weird, but that that's a great point. So, Hell no, that's not weird. It's not weird at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely different. So why Montana by yourself? I mean, you you guy, you anti-social. You don't sound like it. Man, I don't even know what Montana looked like. I just know that's a place where nobody could find me. <laughs> I mean, Zach Wilson didn't invite you out to Idaho last year. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, bro. If he did, I would have went. But no, he took all his receivers and the tight ends, and that's and that's what they needed to do. So um, I, I definitely, I mean, I definitely uh, 
would have won if he invited All right, well, let me ask you this now. Is this, like, let's say that Aaron Rodgers comes here, he's your quarterback. Is this a good thing for Zach Wilson? To be honest, bro, hell yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> Zach Wilson is still young. You know what I'm saying? They, and they invested a lot of things into Zach Wilson. Um, I, I love Zach Wilson's game and stuff like that. I'm not even lying just because, no, he's a great football player. I mean, obviously... It's a lot of things that he has to work on, but 12 coming in and mentoring you and showing you the ropes and giving you the the, 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 the blueprint on how to do this thing in the NFL. Come on, bro. I want that, too. That's like, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 Brian Dawkins or Sean Taylor, you know, the greats coming in, uh, you know, at the, at, the, at the end of their career, as long as things guys coming in and showing me the ropes a little bit. I would take that any day of the week. You bounce around a little bit after getting drafted in the sixth round. You're here with the Jets. You had success last year. Do you feel like this is your home now? Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, and they, and they said it themselves, bro. Like, you know, they want me to stay here, and, 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 and as for as long as I can, you know, I had a five-year career in Denver. Twenty twenty-one was kind of a, uh, a a rough year for me as far as being best friend on teams. And it happens to most guys, and you know, it's not about you know how you start, it's about how you finish. And I've been here the last three years, end of twenty-one, all of twenty-two, signed back this year. Um, here's my home, bro. This is where I'm at with it. So I'm going to do everything I got to do to put myself in a position to help this team win. Well, I know I'm a good football player. I'm going on my eighth year. I'm not nowhere near 30 yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, I'm on uprise, bro. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited to go with this group. I'm excited to go with what's going on right now. I'm just excited to be a part of this process. So. So I told you, young guys that have a lot of energy and a lot of confidence, and Will is one of those guys. So, Will, I'm just trying to think, what is it going to be like when they do announce finally the Aaron Rodgers contract and he's going to be your quarterback? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 